My friends, these are the top 10 tips for streaming on Twitch. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Banfield. I'm a full-time streamer. I'm actually streaming this live on Twitch as a part of educating people on how to use Twitch. I've had a real up and down journey on Twitch. I've just came over to Twitch from Facebook Gaming and I've, I'm really good at teaching how to do things. So I've watched other videos. I've got my own experience. I've got a great combination of my own experience being very successful on streaming platforms like Facebook and YouTube and I'm pretty new in terms of actually focusing on Twitch exclusively. So I've got a great combination of educational knowledge for you. So, top 10 Twitch trips. Oh, all right, don't ban this user said, how do I download a personality? One thing I didn't put on here is the more interesting you are as a person, the more engaging your Twitch stream will be able to be. So think about every single thing you're doing in the rest of your life, the more interesting you can be the more you discover and read books that expand your mind the more fun that you are the the, <laughs> the better personality you can bring to the stream all of this will be easier so this to me ties into tip number one is really think about why are you streaming like I'm streaming because I love this this is what I love to do I'm recording a video I'm talking to chat right now I love this. There's nothing I'd rather do right now. I'm streaming because there's nothing I'd rather do now. And from what I can see, there's nothing everybody else would have me do right now either. My kids are in school. My wife's at work. My mom's asleep. Nobody else needs me right now. Y'all in the chat, I love hanging out and chat. I love doing live streams. I love talking. This is what I love to do. There's no job I'd rather have. I love playing video games, I love recording videos, and I love I love the interactions. I love being able to help you and teach and share this. I love helping people feel good on my live stream. And that you need a really strong why. You vote for no shirt, y'all y'all miss them shirtless streams. You need a really strong why if you're going to stream because streaming can be difficult. It's one, I've, had, I've been a police officer, I've been a correction officer, I've had some boring office jobs. Streaming has been the job that's challenged me the most, mentally. Being a correction officer and a police officer was a bit more demanding physically in, at certain times. But this job has challenged me a ton mentally. And being a correction officer and a police officer prepared me to handle the mental challenges of streaming because streaming is just brutal mentally lots of times all all the nasty comments people have made i mean people said every nasty thing you could imagine to me on my live stream i got way i get way more stuff as a live streamer than i got as a police officer or correction officer is crazy and uh, there's almost no support when i was in corrections and i was a police officer i had co-workers i could talk to i had a boss that helped me figure out what to do freedom is good but freedom can also be very challenging and leave you feeling utterly alone. And mental health as a streamer is, is a big issue. So the way you get through that is to really think, why are you streaming? And to me, the best why is because there's nothing you'd rather do. And uh, that's other people either will love what you can give on your stream or already do love what you give on your stream. To me, the magic in life is to find something you love doing that other people love receiving. And if you can, if that's streaming for you, then uh, you're gonna really wanna rest, watch each of the rest of these. Now, if you're just streaming for fun and it's a hobby and it's something you wanna try, I don't know why you're watching a top 10 Twitch tips video because if it's just for fun, don't worry about anything. Just stream and have fun. Don't sweat your viewers. Don't worry about making money. It's just a hobby. It's just for fun. You don't need to worry about it. So to me, the key question is, are you going to take this serious? Is this really what you want to do? Or is this just a hobby that you're not that serious about? If you're not that serious about it, please don't stress about it. Don't stress about your viewer numbers. If you are serious about it, then let's proceed. So if you are serious about this, then I want you to imagine your future streaming. And this is something I've never heard anybody else say in any other Twitch tips video. 
I want you to imagine a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, what it's gonna be like streaming. And I want you to imagine in terms of what you're doing and what you're giving. I don't want you to imagine it raining money down on your head and stuff, but I imagine in 10 years, I would love to still be in my backyard doing a live stream up in my studio here. And I would love to have the same people who are watching today, you know, maybe some of y'all come and go, it's not your thing anymore, and, and we get some new people in. But I'd love to continue basically having what I already have right now. We got a community of people watching here who love the show, and I get enough money from doing my live stream that I have, I've got everything I want in my life. I have enough money. And I imagine in the future going to some more gaming conferences, meeting some of you in person. But the majority of my future in streaming, I just imagine showing up here thousands more hours. And that's where you can start to see like the majority of your future streaming is really about you showing up and doing your stream. Like it's not about the money you're getting or the conferences you're gonna go to. I've, I've gotten rewards, I've gotten stuff in my office here from winning like Facebook stars contests and all that, that stuff doesn't mean anything. If you don't like just showing up and talking to one person in chat, you know, it's not gonna be any better talking to 100 people in chat, trust me. Hey, yeah, I would love Minitron86. If you come anywhere near St. Petersburg, Florida, I, I'd love to meet up with you. Hit me up in Discord. All right, so I want you to think towards your future streaming. Get out of the present, especially if you feel like, man, my stream sucks. It's not good enough. I'm not making any money. I'm such a loser. And these are things I think. I look into my future and I'm like, I love what I do on a daily basis and I want to keep doing it. All right. So this is where we really get serious. And this is a tip, again, I haven't seen. I want you to make 30 hours a week to stream. If you wanna be a full-time streamer, then you need to start acting like a full-time streamer. I want y'all to put 30 hours a week into streaming. Don't tell me you wanna be a streamer and then you're streaming 10 hours a week. That's like saying I wanna any other job. I wanna be a truck driver. Well, how often do you drive a truck? Well, like 10 hours a week. Well, why don't you drive 30 hours a week? If you wanna be a truck driver, be Drive trucks! <laughs> if you want to be a streamer, I say you should be putting 30 hours a week into it, approximately. I aim to do three to four hours a day live, and then I take time to find different video games I wanna play to upload videos to YouTube. And within this, I'm gonna suggest that the vast majority of your time should be live. Minitron86 says, reach an affiliate is aggravating, but I keep grinding. See, now you can just enjoy it because Brad, you know working 30 hours a week at a lot of different jobs can be aggravating. But if it's your dream job, you just put the hours in and accept you know, me, me trying to be a Twitch partner. I could tell the story that that's aggravating, but I just enjoy where I'm at. And I imagine, let me go back, I imagine I'll be a Twitch partner in the future. And I know that will happen as fast as you want it to happen. You'll decide when I get to be a Twitch partner. If you keep watching, if you bring your friends in, that'll bring even more people in. It's up to you when I get Twitch partner because I don't control the viewers. I put the hours in. Ty Doggy Dog says I normally do 30 hours a week. One Queen Vibe says I wish I could do 30 hours a week, but I got a family and it's hard. So this is what I'm planning to talk about right here. You got to, if you care about something, if it's a priority, you need to make time for it. So I don't work any other job, even though right now I am making less than a thousand a month on my live stream. And that includes all my YouTube ad revenue from years of uploading videos and everything I'm getting on Twitch. Actually, it might be less than 500 a month, depending on what y'all give on Twitch. And I'm still putting 30 hours a week in. Now, Last year I made over 100,000 last year and we took a, a big pay cut this year after getting demonetized on Facebook. But what I'm saying is I did not, when I lost all my Facebook income, which was almost all my streaming income, I didn't go get another job. I kept streaming even though I wasn't making any money. So in order to make 30 hours a week streaming, you're probably, and this is where you figure out why do you stream and how important is it? you may need to cut other things in your life. You might need to move in with your parents. You might need to you know, let have some roommates that could pay some rent. 
you might need to make more time for your spouse to work and that's what I've done. I make sure that you know everything from my wife's taken care of at home like I you know I, 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 I help out a lot with the things around the house and help out with the kids. I make sure that she's got her time to work her full-time job. She has a full-time job and she has a side hustle and she's very happy to work. Where I messed up earlier in was trying to make, by making my streaming so important, I wasn't giving her time to work. So if you really want to stream and you got a family, you can do it. You just can't have another job and do it. Like my wife works full-time job and it, it might be, if you, for example, have kids that don't go to school yet at home, you might just have to, to wait. So this is not an absolute. And if, if you're single and live with your parents, you might be able to do 40 or 50 hours a week on your stream. So this is not an absolute. This is just a something to shoot for. But you may need to clear things out of your life. And if you really want to stream, it, it, to me, if you really want to stream, it's a decision in the short term to have less money and to have less material goods and possessions. Because that's straight up my situation. I could have a lot more money if I went to work at a real job, but I could not stream 30 hours a week and work a real job. Often, often if you are working a real job, that's gonna suck your energy that you would put into your stream. So more than likely, you will want to live off of someone else if you wanna start out streaming. You will want to live off your wife's income, your parents' income, or just have a little side job that's not too demanding. And there's no shame in that. I. People are like, what a great role model you are. You let your wife work while you stream. Darn right I do. That's what My dad didn't stream, but my dad let my mom work too. The whole time. And he took care of the house so that she could work. Electric Wind God Fist in Vain said, why did you get demonetized? I got demonetized for hate speech after I changed my race during Black History Month. Apparently, they didn't think I looked black enough to change my race which ironically seems to be racism and discrimination. But you know what? It doesn't matter why I personally got demonetized because Facebook as a platform, and this is why I'm only doing stuff about Twitch now, Facebook as a platform doesn't treat its creators very well. It demonetizes creators all over the place for all kinds of BS reasons, things that obviously aren't genuine. For example, there's a viewer that was posting on Twitch earlier that he got demonetized for, he posted a single picture, got demonetized over the picture after even after he deleted it. I know a Facebook partner, their moderator, his moderator posted something in his Facebook group, got his whole page demonetized. Now, he didn't even post it. His moderator posted it. Yeah, they, and that's, See, if you really love what you do, though, you just do it. Even if you lose your money, you just keep doing it. You just keep putting the work in. So uh, let's keep it moving. Yes, Lisa said Facebook was your launch pad to afford all your game setup. It was. It wasn't. And Facebook helped build a community on Twitch. But if I had to do it over again, I'd start directly on Twitch and put stuff up on YouTube. All right, so here's another thing that'll really help you on Twitch. I see a lot of streamers that just play the same games all the time. And I, I just filmed a video before this about using Twitch Strike. I play different games every single day on Twitch. Because let me explain how Twitch is real quick in a big picture. In the big picture, there's a small amount of games that have a massive amount of streamers. And there's a lot of games that have almost no streamers. And you can add some serious value to the Twitch community by testing different games every day. And it, all you need to do is occasionally hit a game that you notice when you play that game, you just start stacking followers. Now, I would only play games that you... I test games out every day, and a lot of the games I don't enjoy that much. But that's cool. I don't play them again. And a lot of the games I don't get a whole bunch of new followers. But almost every time I play a off-meta game... I do get some new followers. Like last night, I was playing Elite Dangerous, and Commander Diana Rigg popped in. I was probably the only person streaming Elite Dangerous on Twitch, therefore the only option. And if you got one or two viewers 
playing a game where nobody else is playing that game now allows you to be number one in the category. And that means if anybody in the world on Twitch wants to watch that game, they literally have to watch you or there's nobody else to watch. And that's why you want to test different games every day. Now, you don't need to play it the whole your whole stream. In fact, even if you just play like the... I generally play a new game first if I'm going to stream that. Just kind of get it out of the way. But you can however you want to. But if you, let's say, do a four-hour live stream, you could just test a different game for an hour of it and then go back to playing Warzone or Apex or whatever you normally play. I noticed when I played Fallout 4, I kept getting new followers. I got raids from people raiding me on Fallout 4. Some games have really thriving communities, but there's not that many people that actually stream to those games. And uh, you can use Twitch Strike to try and figure it out. But for better or worse, nothing beats testing. Nothing beats just trying to figure out. And you don't want to just play games every day that you hate either just to get views. Electric Wind God Fist in Vain says Doom is like that. Yeah, and that's, you can ask your viewers too, and sometimes like, y'all are giving me tips right now for which games to play. Keep testing different games repeatedly though, and you'll find some hidden gems. All right, and here's another thing that I've been doing that's been working really good too, is test so short streams at different times a day. Yes, hot tub streams are very popular. If if you got a nice, nice body and you're willing to wear minimal clothes and get a hot tub in the background, give it a try. It might work good for you. Who's who's ready for a Jerry Banfield hot tub stream? Hey, what's up, Defogo13? Nice to see you today. One thing, a, a lot of times we feel like we need to just grind out this really long stream. And I think most streamers on Twitch are already in the habit of just you know stream for several hours. Now, if you if you live at home with your parents, you don't have a job and you can stream all day, sure. Just do a 12-hour stream all day. And just, you know, I see like Amaranth, she tries to have these really long streams and then like takes little breaks and stuff in there. If you can do that, sure. But if you got a family and you got responsibilities, then don't feel like you have to do a long stream. And notifications can really help you out if you'll hit short streams at different times a day. Because you got, Twitch is a worldwide platform. There's people watching in all different time zones and there's certain times of day where certain games are not being streamed. And your viewers, I like doing, if I can swing it, I like doing a stream in the morning for like an hour, in the afternoon for like an hour, and in the evening for like an hour. Because some of y'all have real jobs. And you can't get up at 9 a.m. Eastern to watch Jerry Banfield. Or some of you have jobs that work later and the only time you can watch is 9 a.m. And others of you, you live in the UK. If I stream in the afternoon, USA, that's perfect for you to watch before bed. And then if I stream at night, some of y'all that got up early and worked all day can watch at night. So if you test different games and test streams at different times, then you can really kind of hit and so, lots of times your tests won't be doing that good. But sometimes you just hit this magic time with this magic game. Like one night on Facebook, I don't know what, what I've just played like Shenmue 3 for an hour at night. And like people gave like hundreds of dollars. The vibes on the stream were really good. Like I don't know what was up with that. But testing short streams at different times of day and playing different games can really trigger people in the positive. Y'all, One Queen Vibes, you want the hot tub stream with the Speedos? Minitron86 says, hashtag, you won't do that. You won't do that hot tub stream. I'm willing to do a hot tub stream. I'm willing. I'm willing. I'll get the Speedos out. We'll do a hot tub stream. I don't even care. I'll get one of them thong things, too. We'll let the backside hang out. Y'all want Y'all want to see the backside hanging out? I, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling excited. I, I think trust your excitement. If you're excited to... Do a hot tub stream if you'd love to do that go for it i don't feel any excitement to do a hot tub stream that this is what i like to do here but hey maybe i'll do a hot tub stream we'll get the speedo out let the back end hang out and see what happens most of my viewers are dudes though i mean lisa is here but most of my viewers are dudes all right here's another tip for you i know as a streamer i swear every other day i get a little bit depressed and feel like a loser for having gotten 60 million views online 
and make millions of dollars online and then I look at my Twitch views, you know, and there's like five, six people watching. I'm like, man, you know, my mind says what a loser, you know, he's really failed as a creator online. But I found a statistic on Twitch Strike that's really helpful. You know, just having three viewers, an average of three viewers, 50% of live streams on Twitch don't have an average of three viewers. 50% of streams on Twitch have zero, one, or two viewers. See, you don't need to, and even getting up to like 10 viewers, there's only like 20, 15, 20% of streams on Twitch that have 10 viewers or more. You don't need to set the bar so high. And that's why I imagine why Twitch affiliate is an average of three viewers because most people don't even hit three viewers. So from Twitch's point of view, three viewers is kind of the threshold where the average streamer doesn't have three viewers. So to me, the kind of baseline to hit is three viewers. Three viewers, in theory, you should have at least one or two people chatting. And three viewers is enough to, to have a community. If you got three people there, that's enough to have a foundation for a community. So I, I want you to stop always feeling like your stream's not good enough. If you're averaging three viewers, you've got a key, you are doing better than 50% of other Twitch streams. And if you're not averaging three viewers, you're not that far away. I mean, you're, you can, you know, Brad, Minitron86 was saying that he was averaging three viewers and Brad, how many followers you got now? Like 96, 97? You don't need, every one of you ought to have a hundred people in your life that you know that you could ask to follow you on Twitch, that you could text when you're about to go live. And for God's sakes, you should be able to scare up three people to watch your Twitch stream at least sometimes. All right, Minitron86, I'll keep dropping them rays. We'll see if we can get here. Electric Wind says, always get one on Twitch and multi-stream. Now, I've multi-streamed a lot. I personally am going to give you what to me works much better than multi-streaming. King Dre Day says, I appreciate it if you don't do a hot tub stream. My wife would appreciate it if I don't do a hot tub stream too. You, you got to consider you got to consider everybody else in your life. I, I think I think my wife would appreciate it if I don't do a hot tub stream too. All right. Here's a great thing. Now, Electric Wind said, I get more viewers on Facebook. Now, this... The, if you have three viewers on Twitch, that is equivalent on Facebook to having around 10 to 30 viewers on Facebook. And this is one thing that, a uh, nice, Minitron86 just got two more followers, let's go. On Twitch, the numbers are the absolute worst anywhere. And the reason the numbers are the absolute worst anywhere is because the numbers on Twitch are the very highest quality. Like Lisa said, I don't look, but Lisa said there's 27 people watching on Twitch right now. If I had 27 people watched on Facebook, that barely anybody would be chatting or engaged because on Facebook and TikTok especially, when somebody just scrolls by you in the newsfeed for a second, that counts, especially if it's three seconds, that counts as a view on Facebook. So if somebody scrolls, spends three seconds looking at your stream, says F this and you know what's the, who's this weirdo and scrolls by, that counts as a view. So Facebook and TikTok give you, they count views are basically impressions. What they're counting as, oh, this is a view, somebody's watching, no, it's an impression. And on meanwhile on YouTube and on Twitch, when somebody's viewing, that's actually an indication that somebody intentionally is clicking and watching or is really paying attention to your stream. And this can be seen in your data in average watch time. On uh, YouTube, my average watch time when I was live was five to 10 minutes. So the average one view was equal to five or 10 minutes of attention. On And on Twitch, the numbers are even higher. So on, and this is good because on Twitch you can get an indication of how many people really care or are invested in your live stream. Facebook is so, and TikTok are so fake because, or they're inflated. They know people care about numbers so much that they are showing you higher numbers than really represent your true viewership. 
On my streams on Facebook, my average viewership was anywhere from 10 seconds to a minute. So that means the average, if you put those averages, if you take the average view time on something like Twitch and you convert that into the corresponding numbers of watch time on Facebook, that means that about three views, having three people watching on Twitch is about the same as having 10, 10 to 30 people watching on Facebook or on TikTok because, and uh, the worst part is if you have all these random people that don't really care about you watching on like Facebook and TikTok, you'll get a lot of nasty and hateful comments in there from people who don't know who you are, don't know why you just appeared in their feed and wanna come unload their bad day on you. So this is why I love Twitch a lot more. Like if I was doing this on Facebook now, we'd probably have hundreds of people watching. There'd probably be somebody coming in saying something nasty almost constantly and that would actually be getting in the way of me interacting with the people who really care. So Facebook certainly can work and you, if you wanna get a, if you're struggling to get three viewers on Twitch, you could go find some people on Facebook and collect them and get them over to Twitch as I've done. However, less than 10% of my most engaged viewers on Facebook actually came over to Twitch. So you might as well just grow on Twitch to start with. All right, so let's move on to the next one. And speaking of the view counter, just turn the view counter off when you're live. And what you can do is after you're live, because I know your mind will tell you, well, I need to know what's working and what's not working on your stream. Well, there's a good way to do that. After you finish your stream, go back and look at the analytics when you're done. I find, I, I don't banish user says, I look like a vegan. I, I do eat mostly vegan. Electric Wind God said, I found you on Facebook. Thanks for letting me know how you found me. Facebook and TikTok certainly can be good platforms to build an audience on. They're unstable in the sense that they can build you up a lot and then just drop you off and you can have nothing. If So Facebook and TikTok can certainly be a platform to, to get an audience on pretty easily. However, they're very difficult platforms to keep the same audience coming back over time. So yes, Facebook did work for me to get out there. I think if I would have just focused on Twitch the whole time though and not even done anything with Facebook, I think things in the long term would have went a lot better for me and been very consistent. So I, I think I found for me turning off the view counter is very helpful. Now, if you use Streamlabs OBS, you'll be stuck with the view counter in your streaming software. However, I use OBS and I find OBS is much better. It's not as heavy on your PC as Streamlabs. I've used Streamlabs OBS for hundreds of hours. I've used regular OBS, and if you're streaming to Twitch, you don't need Streamlabs. It, it costs money to have the Prime version. I use Streamlabs for free to take my tips, and uh, oh man, I don't have this thing up there. If any, nobody's given any bits or anything, doesn't matter, but. I have this up here directly with Streamlabs also, which is nice. So I use Streamlabs, but I prefer OBS works much better to stream compared to Streamlabs. I've tested both extensively, OBS, and yeah, Streamlabs, you are stuck with that view counter. If you turn off the view counter when live, it really helps you focus on what you're giving because I don't control how many of you are watching. I control what I'm creating, I control what I'm saying, I control what I'm playing, I control how I respond to you, I control when I go live. I don't control whether you decide to watch or not. I don't control whether Twitch recommends me or not. So I like to turn off the view counter. Now it is helpful to see what I created that you really liked and what I created you didn't like as much. So I'm noticing y'all like these just chatting streams, you like these things about streaming, that's good. Hey, what's up, Pedro? Appreciate you being here. We're talking all about Twitch streaming right here. Yes, One Queen Vibe says networking is a big thing when it comes to streaming world. It is, and the networking is easiest on Twitch. So I turn off the view counter, and you can just do that. You just go up right in the very top of the Twitch interface, like right up here. You just click on the view counter, and it goes off, and it just has a, a dash. Here's the thing with the view counter. If you get really hyped up when more people are watching, then you're gonna be sad when less people are watching. I mean, just logically think about it. I've had as many as 2,400 people watching on Facebook Gaming and 
I got really hyped up. But then when I'd be down to a few hundred watching, I'd be like, ah, this sucks. The algorithm's not pushing me today. I find it's better to focus on what I control and what I give. And then, yes, I check the insights after the stream. And then from there, I can see, oh, okay, we got some more followers. We had a, a lot of people chatting on this stream. Okay, we'll do something like this again in the future. And that way, it allows me to kind of have a bigger picture too. What happens when you're looking at the view counter the whole time is your brain is more sensitive to negative information than positive information. For example, I can say all these great things and how wonderful I love you and you get all kinds of hugs, but one person today comes over and says F you or pulls out in front of you in traffic or sends you a nasty email or craps on your Facebook post like this guy did yesterday even though I wasn't even trying to be on Facebook or looked at it. And that'll often stick in your mind much more than, and this is why our news is the way it is, one nasty, crazy, negative thing happening will often seem like it's huge, whereas a thousand positive things happening will often seem not even interesting or noticeable. And it's the same way with the view counter. The view counter, if at some point you look at your view counter and you're sad, like, ah, man, I got one person watching, I suck, I'm a loser, you know, and th these are things I've thought in the past, and these are things that can be an issue on a daily basis. And I've turned off the view counter because if at some point my stream drops down to like five people watching, my mind's like, this sucks. I should switch platforms. I can more people would watch on Facebook. Doesn't matter if I'm demonetized or not. And that's what's happened to me in the past. When you see the insights after the stream, you get bigger numbers and you see an average. And the average is what you really need. Because if your stream fluctuates between one people and five people watching, your mind will lock on to that one one view. Like, man, it sucks. Hey, don't ban this user says, what do you think about Andrew Tate? I think Andrew Tate has some really great things to say. And uh, it, I, I, some of the things I heard Andrew Tate saying were things like they're trying to control you. You know, things like most of the, Andrew Tate says a lot of the same stuff I say. We have, a, we have a lot in common. And Andrew Tate's like a good example for me. I don't wanna go the Andrew Tate route and be as controversial and as famous as I can be. I wanna show up each day and you know give you good information. And uh, I would prefer to minimize you know, being overtly controversial. And uh, when you have the view counter on all the time, for better or worse, you often can optimize for the wrong things or you can you can get overexcited and then underexcited. So imagine it this way. If you're looking at the view counter, you know my mind will often lock on to the lowest number. And when I look at the average, it's often much higher. Like when I was watching the view counter like a week ago, it'd go between like 20 and five people watching and my mind would lock on to the five number. Well, when I'd look at the average, it was like 12. And really what you should be focused on is the average, not the minimum. So turn that view counter off, you'll like it a lot better. All right, now for talking about growing outside of Twitch, I watched a video by Disguised Toast, who's one of the top Twitch streamers, and he said, you know, why y'all taking advice from all these people who don't even really know about Twitch, who don't have the results to show themselves? And my mind is certainly like, well, you only have 3,000 followers. What do you know about Twitch? Disguised Toast means you when he's talking about those tutorials. <laughs> my mind is a troll, but I am not my mind. My mind helps me better understand your mind. I love you even more too, don't ban this user. One... One downside of Twitch, especially if you're consistently averaging one or two viewers, and especially if you're not doing the rest of these tips, it can be very hard for you to get some new followers. So this is why I find the best way to get Twitch followers outside of Twitch is to upload to YouTube. Now, yes, you can get followers on Facebook. I've certainly gotten about a 1,000 of my followers on Twitch from Facebook, but I also put a heck of a lot of time and energy into Facebook. I guarantee you that I'd have more Twitch followers. If in some parallel universe, I just did Twitch and YouTube, I guarantee you I would have 10 times the followers I have on Twitch today. If I had just done Twitch and YouTube for the last six years, instead of doing so much on Facebook gaming, 
and then being very inconsistent with Twitch and YouTube. So YouTube is really beautiful because, dang, this has gotten to be 34 minutes already. I thought this would be like some short Twitch tips. Dang. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get to wrapping this up. So YouTube is a long format platform. And if you're going to watch a live stream, that's a long format experience. It's not a short... You're generally, if you're going to watch a live stream, you're often going to spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes on a live stream. YouTube and Twitch play really well together because they're both long-form platforms. Whereas Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram don't go very well with Twitch because those are often short-form platforms. Now, you absolutely can get followers off of those. And if you love doing Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, by all means, put stuff up there. I've tested it. I've put stuff up everywhere. And uh, as a streamer, it's very easy to get too busy to be doing your stream and then making videos for YouTube and then cutting shorts up for all these other platforms like TikTok and Facebook. And then you're cranking out pictures of yourself on Facebook and Instagram. You're writing little tweets out. And all of a sudden, you're spending... Oh, we got a cheer! Why am I not... Thank you, Ty Doggy Dog, for the first cheer on the stream today. Why is it not in my speakers right now? I don't understand why I'm not hearing anything out of my speakers, but I saw it. I saw it. Thank you very much for the 100 bits. Ty Doggy Dog gets to take that top spot. Much love, Ty. Fellow streamer, Ty Doggy Dog on Twitch. It's been a big love and big support. Yeah, at least there are followers still on where I've moved. And that's why... To me, YouTube is the platform you want to go back and forth with. Because, like I said earlier, sometimes you need to hear things a lot of time before they sink in. I had 10 to 20,000 engaged followers on Facebook who were coming back every week and watching a bunch of my videos. I often had maybe an average of like 10,000 views a stream. And uh, uh, how many people you think came over from Facebook to Twitch? A thousand. Less than 10% came over. It can be very difficult to convert people from Facebook. I've seen people on TikTok that have absolutely blown up. I don't remember this one dude's name. What's up, uh, Q QWERTY? Nice to see you today. Dallas 4C, that cheer was loud. Oh, let me turn that down a little bit. I, I know it's not coming through mine for... Oh, I know why. The highest ratio I've had converting people has been from YouTube. Whereas I've seen people blow up on Twitch. I mean, just in maybe even hundreds of millions of views on Twitch. Like, they stream on Twitch and they have thousands, like 3,000 people watching on Twitch. And uh, the amount of them that convert, I mean on TikTok, on TikTok. They do a stream on TikTok, it's getting hundreds of thousands of views. And the amount they convert over to Twitch, minuscule. Like they go live on Twitch, they're lucky to have a few hundred watching on Twitch. I mean that's way above average on Twitch, but think about it. Blowing up that much on TikTok is unusual. Odds are, you're not going to blow up like that on TikTok. I've gotten millions of views on TikTok and I believe I've got less than 100 Twitch followers from mil I mean we're talking like 4 or 5 million views on TikTok less than 100 followers on Twitch. If I had to guess the exact ratio, I'd say you need about 10 plus thousand views on TikTok just to get one Twitch follower. Whereas on YouTube, I would say you can convert way less than that and if you don't go off on TikTok right after you upload you're done whereas on YouTube and Twitch play very well together what I do I'm streaming this live on Twitch and uh, all I'm doing uh, whoops all I'm doing once I'm done I'm hitting the record button once I'm done with this and I will upload this 40 minute part of my live stream onto YouTube and I might get thousands of Twitch followers from this one video alone on YouTube. 
And you can, if you play a different game every single get day, like I suggested, that's a, you can literally hit record, play the game, hit record, upload it to YouTube, just title it based on the game and your name. For example, I played last night Elite Dangerous. I called it Elite Dangerous on Xbox Series X live gameplay with Jerry Banfield. You can literally just upload that to YouTube. You got to wait 24 hours for your Twitch affiliate. And then people searching for that game may find your gameplay or it may show up in browse features and you're gonna be able to convert. I found a bunch of people on Twitch from finding them on YouTube. So I say you want YouTube and Twitch play very well together. And not only that, but when you get people on Twitch, you tell people on Twitch, go over if you miss my streams on Twitch, please go over and watch the clips on YouTube because you know, if I did a five, if I did three different live streams on all different games and subjects, it'll be faster for you to just go over to YouTube and scroll through and see exactly what you want to watch. Like you can skip straight to the streamer tips. You don't have to watch all the video games I played, or you could just scroll through all the and see it easily. Hey, Michael Sapo is on Twitch today. So good to see you. Yes, Michael Sapo says the problem with moving from platform to platform is over dilution. Something you taught me is to stick to where my main audience is and don't concentrate efforts on minor platforms. Exactly. So this is why uh, I say just do Twitch and YouTube. Don't get distracted with Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Just do Twitch and YouTube because Twitch and YouTube work really well together and you might more easily make money on YouTube than on Twitch. Yes, YouTube does strike videos easily. Actually, no. I've uploaded over 3,000 videos to YouTube. I've got two copyright strikes. I've filed counter notifications on both of them, both of which were successful. So if you have something like that happen on YouTube, first, you need to learn on YouTube what copyright and fair use is. You can get content ID'd, which doesn't matter. If you have music and you get content ID'd, that doesn't matter. You're just losing ad revenue. You can remove the song. That's not a big deal. But if you get a copyright strike, you need to make sure that you have... You need to learn about copyright on YouTube. Put about 30 minutes to an hour to learn about copyright on YouTube. In most cases, fair use will apply as long as you don't blatantly steal somebody else's content and that's the majority of your video yeah so if you you can react to a video and just take the audio from it or put a tiny little picture of it those are very standard on YouTube and generally if you're not saying something bad about somebody else the odds of getting a copyright strike are low for example I got a copyright strike because some other Udemy instructor didn't like what I said about them and I counter notification that and it got dropped off because if you do a counter notification and they don't file a lawsuit, your video gets put back up. So I always file counter notifications. You are not gonna copyright strike me without getting a counter notification. I'm gonna do like that song. Take that shit to trial, man. Take that shit to trial. You wanna take it to trial? Take that shit to trial. Come on. I know my. I know what I'm doing is. I'll take you to court. Go ahead. I thought I thought time I'd take that shit to trial, bitch. Yeah. Every time you want to strike me, I'm a counter notify. You don't get to take the video down unless you take me to court. And if if you are following the copyright law, nobody's gonna take you to court over it unless they're a total jerk. In which case, you might just lose. And if you don't have any money, what are they gonna take from you? If you don't have anything, they can't take anything. I don't got anything to take. I have zero net worth. There's nothing you can take from me because I got nothing I can give you. The mortgage company won't give you the house and I'm not giving you my Bitcoin. All good. <laughs> is it a, uh, QWERTY says, is it a good idea to play songs from artists known for the underground? I, hey, what's up, Jasmine? Nice to see you today. I avoid, I don't play any music. I minimize the music. Music is the easiest way to have a copyright issue. I generally lower or mute game music and I don't play any other music. I personally don't enjoy hearing music that much on other people's streams unless it is a music stream. I'd rather just hear the conversation. So I'd avoid... Oh, so Electric Wind God says, I stopped doing reacts on YouTube after I got strikes. 
because I didn't think I did anything wrong. Sometimes people will just do a strike to try and get your video taken down and you don't realize that all you need to do is file a counter notification. They're not going to sue you and uh, your video will get put back up. Well, so some creators and companies are very predatory and they know if they file a strike, there's a good chance that video will get taken down because the person is not going to defend themselves. And so, yeah, some big companies may actually sue you over it, but that's going to be the minority. All right, we're almost done with this presentation. Last two tips. Last two tips. Actually, we got three more tips. No, two more tips. All right, last two tips. This thing has been 45 minutes already. Stream daily. For better or worse, most of us are what have you done for me lately kind of people. Most of us are like, who have I, you know, attention, whatever you're paying attention to gets a disproportionate amount of importance in your life. So if, if you've, I have, I intend to go live every single day on Twitch, even if I just whip my phone out and do a little just chatting live stream when I'm on the road or something. Just a little bit of a stream. If you, if you want to be a Twitch streamer, Get online every day, even if it's just for 30 minutes, to, to keep that connection fresh with people. As I've found, one of the worst things I've done and my biggest learning opportunities, One Queen Vibes, thanks a lot for being here. Appreciate you hanging out. It is a tie doggy dog. You're going to make a YouTube page? That's good. Every Twitch streamer should absolutely have a YouTube page. One Queen Vibes, oh, I missed it. Let me get your question. So does clipping plays on stream and cross-playing them on other platforms a good idea? I would say just on YouTube, it takes too much time and energy to put it out on all the other platforms. The conversion is really low. So I would say just put it out on YouTube and ideally put longer format videos out. Whatever takes the least amount of your time and energy. So like on, yeah. So just put them out on YouTube. It's not usually worth the time and energy. So this is back to the point I'm making here. You want to be consistent and be live every day. Wherever you're going to show up, you want to show up there every day. So if you're uploading videos to YouTube, you want to upload every day. And this is why you don't want to constantly do all these other platforms. I can easily show up to Twitch and upload three YouTube videos a day every day because I literally filmed two video clips in an hour and a half live stream that I can put up on YouTube. And when I play a game later, that'll be a third one. If you don't show up on a platform every day, you just lose this momentum. Now, yes, I realize Mr. Beast can upload a video once a month, but Mr. Beast is showing up every day on YouTube. He's on different channels. He's making shorts. He's creating and working on YouTube every single day and he puts big videos all in one. Now, if you're a streamer, the Mr. Beast template is probably not going to work very good for you, uploading one video a month, you know, unless you can survive a plane crash or do something really nuts. You probably are in the, the class of regular people. You need to stream daily and show up daily on every single platform you're on, which is why, and I've, if you're trying to do too much, you will always fail at this. The basic thing you need to do is show up every day. And if you're trying to do uh, Twitch and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and Instagram, you'll you will f at some point you'll stop being consistent there every day. You won't upload for a month. And then you, you whatever like you don't upload for a month on TikTok, your TikTok just dies. And it's like, "Wow, I'm glad I uploaded 500 videos on this website and I come back, I had 29,000 followers, I get 60 views of my new video." What a waste of time. Michael says the best momentum ever was doing a stream every day or every other day. Yes, that's. it depends on your niche, of course. If you need to put a ton of research, like Michael Suppo does crypto videos, if you need to put a ton of effort and into just figuring out what you need to present and do a bunch of research, then yeah, you might only be able to do a, a stream every other day. And this is this is general advice. There's always exceptions. You want to feel into yourself. If if you have to, for whatever reason, you know, take your kids a certain amount of days a week and work. If if there's things in your life that aren't flexible right now, and you know, all you can do is stream 12 hours a day, three days a week, and the other four days you can't stream. That's fine. Life will support you in your situation. Generally, the easiest way to grow is to be live every day. Because, you know, if you're live every day, 
there might only be one day a week somebody like Michael Suppo can come by and catch you at a certain time live. It, and it, if you got viewers that come back every day, then that's where you can make the fastest relationship because seeing somebody every day is the easiest way to make a deep connection. And think about most of the people in your life you have the deepest relationships with. You see them almost every day. One Queen Vibes got you hosted. Thank you very much for the host. I hope you have a good run to the grocery store. And yeah, all you need to do is just clip, clip your stuff onto YouTube. I wouldn't worry about the other platforms. QWERTY says, I try and stick to two-hour streams daily, although it dropped off a little this last week. That's all right. And this is why it helps to cut out. If you really care about something, you make time for it. Like my dad used to say, you know, boy, you'll always make time to drink. Because before I got sober, you know, well, I'm, I still have the potential to be an alcoholic, but I haven't drank in eight and a half years almost. I go to AA every day. Before I went to AA, my and my dad was an alcoholic and he got sober when he was 40 and he'd see me you know with a real busy life and I'd tell him oh I don't even have time to drink now dad and he'd be like boy you'll always make time to drink and he was right about that like no matter if I was working 60 hours a week and I was working every single day that week I'd find time to go on a bender and I'd lose sleep to drink I would miss work to drink I'd do whatever it took to drink. And this is why it helps to, to outline your priorities. If streaming is a priority for you, then clear out other stuff that doesn't matter as much. Michael says, I'm going to be coming over to Twitch soon. They contacted you directly to grow their crypto following. That is awesome. Yeah, Michael, I think you'll like streaming a lot better on Twitch because Twitch is really good with the live notifications. And whereas YouTube, the live notifications kind of suck. Michael, with the following you have, there's a lot of people who don't even realize you're live. And if they miss your live streams, they're not even seeing them. And what happens with the YouTube al algorithm, if you, you know, Michael, you go live a couple of times and people don't click on your live stream, then they don't even see when you're live the next time lots of times. Whereas on Twitch, when you stream every day, you're getting to pop notifications every single day and even if somebody ignores six out of seven of those notifications twitch will pop that seventh notification and that's where your community really goes well and like michael with you doing crypto you don't even really need to stream on youtube because you can just crank out you can literally just cut parts of your live stream and put that into a video on youtube you can upload your whole video depending on the terms they give you to youtube you can basically get the same amount of views on youtube without streaming and then you can also stream and connect with all your most dedicated followers on Twitch. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes for you and let me I'm looking I dropped a follow on you on Twitch. I'm a very I see you just made this account. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you're on there. And yeah, there's different strokes for different folks. If you smoke on stream and are 420 friendly, that's why it's good there's so many different audiences on Twitch. There's you could tag 420. There's things you can tag to help find your audience. Like I tag sober and recovery on my streams. I've seen people drinking beers on stream, smoking weed. There's, It's nice that there's whatever, well, not whatever you do, but within, within what's allowed. You know, there's lots of different things you can do that will vibe with your audience. All right, last tip. Last tip. I saved this for last to really reward y'all that are really serious. A unique camera angle is one of the best things you can do to stand out on Twitch. Now think about it this way. Almost everybody to stream... This is a camera angle I usually use on my live streams. Now look how much of the screen this takes up. Now this is what most y'all are doing. Y'all need to stop this. Because how am I supposed to even, like I got to squint just to see you in there. And everybody has a camera angle. I mean, mine even stands out a little bit because it's on a green screen. This is what most of y'all are doing. This is what most of y'all are doing. Except the green, instead of the green screen, you got something like this. And instead of this, it's kind of, it's about like this. This is what most of y'all are doing. Now, look at that. Look at it. I can't undo this either. All right, there we go. All right, did you did you see how tiny that was? 
that's what not what you want to hear that's what she said <laughs> all right now compare this camera angle compare this camera angle i know that all right so if you if this is how i i'm using an iphone i'm using an iphone 8 and you can grab an, a used iPhone or you can take your iPhone. All you need to do is get the OBS camera app. It's like $30 a month for a lifetime subscription. Yeah, Ty, you are definitely a 420 streamer. <laughs> Michael, I, I am very grateful the momentum is, is picking up on Twitch as well. And thanks for being a part of that. So the easiest way you can make a camera angle that stands out is to get your iPhone 8 or better and hook that up to the OBS camera app. And then I literally got raided by a professional football player, soccer in the UK, for those of you in the US, but a professional football player found my Warzone stream because of my camera angle. When he was scrolling through a bunch of Warzone streams, mine was probably hundreds of people down. He found mine because of my camera angle. And this is why those hot tub streams work so good. It's not because often they're that interesting. It's because they have a bikini on and they're taking up the whole screen with their boobs and their their big old booties. And then I click and I end up watching for a minute. And I'm like, okay, I just wanted to see how hot she was. It's actually not that hot. I'm gonna get up out of here. You know, <laughs> and it, that, like that's that's why... Your camera angle is huge for getting views. And I applaud. If you're not that hot and you're getting in a bikini on Twitch, I I applaud you. That's courageous. I see that. I see that courage right there. And I see that you got to eat a lot of nasty comments doing that. So I, I applaud these girls that stream in the bikinis. That's, that's a tough line of work right there. I don't know if it's as tough as stripping or not, but... It's probably easier than stripping in some ways. Anyhow, that's a different story. What you need to consider is the camera you're putting out. The camera is the one thing you've got that will make you most easily stand out. And I don't care who you are. Guy, girl, big, small, old, young. Get as much of yourself on camera as possible. Now, and this, and I, th what makes this easier is when you stand up. When you stand up, see, now if I'm sitting down, I mean, you'd straight up have like a cock cam if I was sitting down with this camera angle. <laughs> It'd be looking like right up my shorts. So this is a camera angle you can pretty much only use if you're standing up. And that way you can get a lot more engaged. You can get your hands involved. You can, you know, you can do a lot more with this camera angle than you can with the usual sitting down camera angle. So one of the, I'm getting people that are discovering my stream on almost any game I play and the camera angle is something, all right, so if you want to get more followers and you want to get recommended on Twitch, your camera angle is huge because the higher your click-through rate or the amount of times Twitch shows your stream versus somebody clicks on it, the more people actually click your stream when they see it the more Twitch is going to put it out in the recommended. And people are telling me every day they're finding my stream in the recommended. And I bet you 50% of that is the camera angle. And the other 50% is the chat and uh, you all interacting. Now, if there was no chat and you all were just watching and not chatting, because I imagine Twitch considers like, hey, if people are chatting, this is a really good live stream. So, you know, I might be able to rock this tiny little camera angle with the community we've got here. But the thing is, the bigger camera angle increases the click-through rate because when you scroll and everybody's all tiny little face cams and then you got this big boy up in here, you know, I stand out. So, you, yeah, no nips on stream on Twitch. So, you just need... You're at, Ty, you at Walmart looking for some Speedos? Ty, I know you can rock a Speedo. I know, Ty, you could do it. You can rock the Speedo on stream. You got the personality to rock the Speedo on stream. Let's go. He ain't buying Speedos. <laughs> he might be buying Speedos. I don't know. It depends. If you get a Speedo in a hot tub, Ty, you might go off. But I don't know if you want to go off on a hot tub stream. All right, my friends. We've talked for an hour on 10 tips. I could stretch one tip into an hour. All right, so... 
I really appreciate you watching this. If you watch this on YouTube, you I can't believe you're not following already on Twitch. Get on over there. Join the community on Twitch. I recorded this live during my Twitch stream, interacted with chat, and then I just hit the record button and upload to YouTube.